Tagwe everyone. Good day. This is Sana Cody, DJ Sana Cody, right here in Taino Strong 1491. Sponsored by TainoRadio.com. Muchas gracias a todos ustedes que están escuchando este DJ Sana Cody. Taino. Taka Taino Borinquena. That's right, I am Taino from Borinquen, small island. That people refer to as in the English language, Puerto Rico, or I should say in the Spanish language. What am I thinking? Puerto Rico. Well, check this out. It's been very um, interesting days here in New York City, Lenin Alapi territory. One day it's hot, or I should say springy, 70 degrees, then it's cold, 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 and more cold. Today I was out, it's Monday, April 25th, 2022, and it was kind of chill, it was alright, it's not bad, but you still need a little jacket, right here, April showers, haven't been many showers, just a little chill in the air, which tells me May might be a rainy day, well we'll see what happens, hey I'd like to thank my brother John Howell. I like to thank him all the way from Oregon for sending me some beautiful gifts from the great state of Oregon. That's right. And uh, I just want to mention as well that here is spring. All you people out there who are planting some seeds, go right ahead. Hurry up before it's too late. For the summer, we yield some beautiful, beautiful flowers, hopefully. For anyone que están en Borinquen, Quisqueya, Jamaica, Haití, que están sembrando las matas, por favor, dame un poquito. For all those who are planting out on the islands, go for it. Also, don't forget, send me some. I would like some uh, official yuca from the islands. That would be nice. But check this out. Today, I'm going to start a series on healing. Now, even though I am that, I am, even though I am DJ Sanakori, I'm also a Bejique from Arayeke, Yucayek, Taino, um, which for all of you that may not understand Taino language, Arayeke means the people rise. Yucayek means the village or the society. And what's very, very important to understand that we as an indigenous people from the Caribbean, we don't get the credit. I know DNA has helped for many years, but the historians, anthropologists, archaeologists, they still see us, many of them, not all, but many of them consider us as fossils. Many of us consider us the ghost people, but we've been working very hard for many years now many 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 years trying to establish a community that identifies as indigenous caribbean many of us have used the name taino arawak indigenous caribbean so whatever titles any community might hold the key thing is that we are identifying as indigenous caribbean who have survived the genocide of 14 92. So recently I wrote a book called 200 Ways 200 Ways to Heal from Trauma 
Now, for indigenous peoples, this trauma is related to our separation with the Mother Earth, our Earth Mother, it's the separation. Our ancestors, if you're Taino or indigenous, we were one with nature. We were one with our mother. And even uh, it was even stress in our spirituality in which our people were stripped of this relationship after 1492, which caused what many people call as post-traumatic stress disorder. It's what soldiers experience in war. It's what many people experience in, in uh, genocidal campaigns throughout the world. It's what many people are experiencing right now in Ukraine, hiding in bomb shelters and theaters that are being bombed by another country. So here it is. It's the trauma that you have to live with now. Many of us do a good job. Many of us do not do a good job. Overall, as indigenous nations, one of the causes of alcoholism, drug addiction, sexual abuse, and so on, um, we can say it's all connected to that trauma of 1492. It's unfortunate many times when I visit a reservation, there's always that element or that fear of a crime might be committed connected to drugs, alcohol, um, sexual abuse, sexual assault, you name it. Child abuse, emotional abuse. Unfortunately, because reservations are smaller than most towns and cities, um, it's compounded. The experience is compounded. Now, in a Taino community, it says, I've been around in the early... 1990s when I first identified as Taino, um, I've my personal personally I've experienced a lot of abuse in the community either by some corrupt leaders or even some corrupt individuals who take the culture and they try to profit off it or try to gain access to certain individuals' lives so they can control them and so on. And this is unfortunately part of our human experience. We see it in politics. We've seen it in the business world. Um, this is why there's so many laws here in the United States when it refers to um, labor relations, uh, the banks, scam artists, you name it, the churches, and, and what has gone on in, in many churches for the past 40, 50 years in the sense of these recent lawsuits, sexual abuse among the clergy. You know, the Taino movement is not innocent in all of this. Why? Because we're human beings. So it's very, very important that there are many of you that I know personally have experienced trauma within the Taino community. So this is why I brought this uh, book to light. It's self-published on Amazon. It's called 200 Ways. To heal from trauma. It's an indigenous Caribbean perspective. And the funding that I've been receiving is going to go to Arayeke Yukayek to, to um, purchase land. To purchase land. And hopefully our goal is for one day we can all share this land with all folks who consider themselves Taino who want to invest their time in, um, in their morals into establishing a community. It's not easy. 1492, 
1500s all throughout the centuries until the 21st century uh, many people have attempted this um, the most recent attempt was back in 2008 when Nahuake led by Carolina Lendez aka uh, Yare and many other folks who supported her what happened was the the popular party in Puerto Rico, in the eastern part of the island, they offer her land to build an indigenous community. Imagine that. Imagine that was in uh, Yabacoa. And for one year, they established a, a beautiful farm, organic farm. They actually also built a living bate over the original bate of Cacique Huaraca. And then what happened was, in 2009, the PNP, the PNP gained power in, in um, Yabacoa, and they seized the land. But not only did they seize the land, but they destroyed what I consider the first indigenous community, actually formed a reform a farm, a community since the 1500s. So the Penepe party in Yabacoa took the liberty to destroy this community. It became a garbage dump. Why? Because they wanted to build housing for people. Portable housing, I guess you can call it. Uh, public housing. And what happened was they destroyed the legacy. They destroyed the history and, then they, and they destroyed a living indigenous community. And created a garbage dump. And not too far from that garbage dump is uh, an ancient burial ground. All this supported by archaeology and so on. So here's the problem. That is trauma. That living community in 2009. You know, were traumatized and still are traumatized. I know certain members that experienced that. Unfortunately, Yare is no longer with us. She passed away in 2021, but the legacy continues. I personally have visited the land three times. Um, I gained access twice, miraculously, and because not many people can gain access to that land unless you bring garbage with you, a pickup truck or whatever. Um, so it was very, very sad, very tragic of what occurred. Now, I believe we learned lessons from that time because, um, unfortunately, this is before social media, before the the apex of uh, Facebook and Instagram. Um, the word did get around. It got back to New York, got back to the UN. But unfortunately, um, the presence of the Taino community was not strong when it came to the public hearings. So there's lessons learned in that. And recently, in uh, in Utuado, there's, there was a speculation. Actually, I shouldn't say speculation. There was a push in the Senate to, to somehow create the opportunity for to privatize the Caguana by the... And I'm not going to get into this much now, but in future shows, I'm going to have people 
speak about their experiences, people from Otuado, people from the diaspora, um, certain people who help, you know, organize and and try to prevent the sale to a private company. So um, that's coming, that's coming. But all this I want to share is that what I believe our principal goal as a Taino community is to heal, heal from the trauma. And that is the importance that I believe is the foundation of our movement is to heal and to heal others. Dated back to 1492. So I just want to share some of the ways that I came up with. Back in 2007, I actually made an attempt to live in Puerto Rico. I did some had some great experiences and not so great experiences. But one of the highlights of my trip then was uh, become a pro wrestler. I mean, I was already a pro wrestler, but to live as a pro wrestler in Puerto Rico. And I, and I had a wonderful time with uh, LM, LMW, Los Mejores Wrestling, with um, great wrestlers there that I had opportunity to wrestle and to speak with. Um, Yoli, who is the founder of LMW, was amazing. I wish I could have continued to train with him, but I had to come back in 2020. The situations there in Puerto Rico were were were, were not were not good, not good. The economy was not good, and I missed my children, so I came back, and here we are. It's 2022 here in New York City, Lenin Napi territory. Always willing to support the Taino cause. TainoRadio.com. Please tune into it. Click on it. If you want to be a guest in my show, hit me up. TainoRadio1491 at gmail.com. That's TainoRadio1491 at gmail.com. You can look us up in Instagram. You can go on our website, TainoRadio.com. Looking for some great guests in the future. And, uh, yeah, everyone's famous. Everyone has a voice, and I'm looking for your voice. Okay? So, 200 Ways to Heal from Trauma. And this is an Indigenous Caribbean Healing Manual for Humanity that I created. So, it's not just for the Indigenous Caribbean folks, but it's for all humanity. Okay? And the first... The first way that I wrote was, Enjoy your time with your mother planet earth so here's two tiers here one is as indigenous people we see our mother as the earth the earth is our mother and this for thousands of years or since the beginning of time for indigenous peoples has been our our understanding our knowledge that the earth is our mother now for many other people um, they refer to the Earth as one of the planets in the solar system. As we know through science and through daily reports, and there have been some hostile pushback from this reality that um, global warming, climate change is disastrous now. As we know, our air conditioners in the world both in the north and the south, are melting, well documented by Antarctica. If our Earth, if these icebergs 
these glaciers, they continue to melt in record numbers as they are, then our oceans are going to rise. And um, I won't get into this much now, but here's the problem. Humanity as we're living now will change dramatically. And we already experienced seeing this in certain ocean fronts where fish in, in, in the thousands have been, uh, been dying from lack of oxygen. Even the birds in the air have been crashing to the earth, our mother. There's something going on, and it's awful. Our dependence on fossil fuels, our dependence on eating meat, continues to be rampant. And here's the problem. Governments, societies are trying their best to to uh, stop the process. But we still continue to consume fossil fuels in a daily lifestyle. And it's very complicated. So in a future show, I'm going to have some people talk about the science of it, talk about the uh, what radical things we need to do to change this. So... Just going to give you some teasers there. But for today, it's very important as a people. We have to enjoy our time. You have to enjoy your time with your mother. So whatever you do, if you walk to a park and you see garbage on the floor, pick it up. Plastic glasses a long time. But let's try to pick it up. If you see people, uh, a lot of people, what they do, they go to the park and they smoke. They either smoke cannabis, you know, with the cigars and, and so on, and then they leave the plastic wrappings behind, and, and this is not good. So please, my sisters and brothers out there, clean up after yourself. Um, you know, our land, as uh, Chief Liniku of the Crow Nation once said, the land came, contains the blood of our ancestors. It's very important if you are a foreigner of that land. For example, I am not Lenape, but I live on the Lenape territory. I need to honor those ancestors whose blood was spilled on this earth. So I need to honor that. Okay? We as human beings must honor our ancestors. So enjoy your time. Do something that's enjoyable on the earth. Okay? In your home where you're living, how are you treating your fellow brother or sister, mom or dad, children? Um, it's very, very important that our homes are over our mother, the earth. Are we dumping chemicals? Are we um, damaging our children? Emotional abuse, sexual abuse, or physical abuse. What are our actions? And these actions are all connected to our thoughts, our feelings. So it's very, very, very important to focus on those things. Um, I'm going to share another way. Find ways to do things that you like to do. Okay, so it's very important that, you know. In our life, we have different pressures. We have different people telling us constantly, you need to do this, you need to do that. 
And the reason why they tell us that is because either requirements for success, for education, and so on, and it can be a burden for many of us. It can wear us down. And for a lot of children, especially when they become teenagers, they tend to drop out because it's the pressures a lot. And if they don't have any really good support, it becomes a burden for them and their parents and society. It's not easy. Much pressure. So there's one thing that you can control, and that is find ways to do things that you like to do. You know, sometimes I'm the victim of this where I'll just lay on my bed and you know, I'll become really sad and I just postpone those things I want to do that I like. Because maybe, you know, my emotions get the best of me, I get depressed, um, or maybe I fail in certain ways. But you know what? That's the time. You have to do things that you like to do. Why? Because it brings a smile to your face. It brings a smile to other people. Do things that you that you want to do because you like it. So it's very important. Point number one, enjoy your time with your mother. It's all about enjoyment. Number two, find things that you want to do, that you like to do. Number three, Clarity is to see clearly. Open your eyes when you're confused. Okay, that's the third way of dealing with trauma. Sometimes you just don't understand what the hell's going on. What just happened? And this is the problem with many people. Either we're been a, a victim of a crime or a victim of at work, some kind of discrimination. Or maybe not getting paid as much as you want to get paid or you you deserve to get paid. It becomes confusing. That confusion becomes anger. Sometimes that anger becomes either you saying something you regret or doing and you get fired or whatever. Or it can be a crime itself. So clarity is to see clearly. So look at your situation. Look at it very carefully. Take notes. Understand that. Your actions have to be a certain way. You know, in recent times, I know this has been a, a debate for many people. And I think it goes 50-50 when you have an actor like Will Smith who on, uh, on a national TV show, the Oscars, slapped a fellow colleague, a comedian, Chris Rock in the face. It caused a lot of scandal. Out of debate and what have you. But the bottom line is he chose that for himself to express his emotions, his thoughts, and it was a violent act. Actually, an assault is against the law in the United States. So in him doing that, he in him expressing his feelings and his thoughts, he created an act of crime. And I'm not here as a judge. I'm not a judge. I'm not a police officer who processing this crime. But there's certain things that we need to see clearly. And sometimes it takes a split second to decide. So before you decide to do something, you have to you have to see clearly. Clarity is very important. And sometimes our clarity gets confused or gets clouded. Uh, recently, also, uh, Mike Tyson, I remember, was on the planes, one of my favorite fighters. Uh, the peekaboo 
fighting style. You know, I, I teach that to kids who um, come to me who are hyperactive, a lot of aggression. I teach them the skills in my office. And uh, many people disagree with me doing that, but it also people with ADHD, children, have, it helps them focus or who have anger. So just like Customata tried to do with Tyson, you know, and trying to harness that energy, that aggression, I should also try to teach that. With one promise, you're not going to use the skill to hurt other people. You're going to learn it so you don't use it. And similar to martial arts. But recently, you know, on the news, I felt really bad, man, because he was being harassed by a intoxicated individual. And this individual really went after him in an airplane, jet blue. And uh, Tyson had to hit him. You know, a lot of people reacted to that. Like, yeah, man, you he deserved it. He deserved it. He deserved it. And I understand all that. I used to get popped in the mouth all the time because I deserved it when I was disrespectful to my great-grandmother or was disrespectful to anyone else. But here it is, man. Also, there's a crime. You just can't hit people because you're angry. So um, it's very important to see clearly. Clarity is so important. And sometimes you have a second. So these coping skills are very, very important for those who've been traumatized. What kind of coping skills do you possess in which you can call maybe a timeout and say, oh, damn, I have to look over the situation before I react in a negative way or in a destructive way. You know, this reminds me several years ago, I was walking with my daughter who was, I believe she was 16 at the time. And we're walking through a shady kind of neighborhood um, block. There was a lot of men drinking outside. And uh, my first reaction was to go, was turn around and go to another block. But then, hey, man, you know, I'm, I'm here with my daughter. I'll protect her if something happens. And sure enough, a man got very nasty towards my daughter in a sexual way. And I just, uh, I looked at the man and I, look, I, look, I looked at his throat. You know, I, I've taken martial arts, uh, combat Tai Chi for the past 12 years. And I, and I looked at his throat and I says, okay, one good shot, you know, one good shot to the throat will do a lot of damage. I'll shut him up. Um. I have a few seconds to decide what to do. So I went in my fighting stance the way um, Bruce Lee used to do it. And blocking my face, blocking my groin, and wham, I was ready to go right to this throat. You know, that rabbit jump that Bruce Lee perfected. But uh, I refused to do it. I just said, I don't want to go to jail for this guy. You know, I don't want to go to jail. I saw his eyes all red and. I smell the alcohol. Then I heard my daughter, you know, say, Dad, Dad. So I remember turning around and, and I, and I kind of snapped me out of it. I snapped out of it. And then later on, my the wisdom of a daughter, she's like, Dad, you know, you, you know, why did we come to this block? You know? And sometimes... If you second-guess yourself, sometimes errors will will occur. So, the worst-case scenario occurred, but I managed to 
slow down the reality, I was able to see clearly and not cause any harm. So that leads me to the, the fourth way to heal from trauma, and that is pick a trail. Pick a trail on the park. Pick a trail on the road. When the trail ends, start a new one. I don't know how many times when I've been to a state park or to any park, you know, you follow these trails that are off the road and then uh, finally you reach a dead end. You know, it's like, oh man, messes up the whole mood. Guess what? Start a new trail. Start a new trail. And that's the key. And hopefully, hopefully you will have the courage the opportunity, then the time, the commitment to start a new trail because that will help someone else. Okay? So in other words, our traveling in this world that we call our goals, our life, the trail continues. One ends, another one begins. So I like to stop on these four ways to heal from trauma once again enjoy your time with your mother planet earth find ways to do things you like to do clarity is to see clearly open your eyes when confused and number four pick a trail and when the trail ends start a new one anyone is listening to this podcast taino strong 1491 I like to thank you, well, um, Bomatun, for for hanging in there for these thirty minutes. Really appreciate you. And if you have any questions, you can always reach me in Taino Radio fourteen ninety one at gmail dot com. That's Taino Radio fourteen ninety one at gmail dot com. If you're interested about sharing your story, maybe one of these ways that maybe it helped you or or you can help others. Hit me up. Don't be afraid. Okay? And that's Taino Radio 1491 at gmail.com. This is Taino Strong 1491 Podcast right here on Spotify and Anchor app. I'd like to thank you all. Please look me up. DJ Sana Gordy. That's right at www.tainoradio.com. In the Bejique of Arayeke Yucayek, a Taino community, living and breathing. We're not ghosts. Not yet, at least. Thank you all. Many blessings wherever you are. Muchas gracias por escuchar. En el futuro yo voy a tener muchos shows en español. Y quiero que ustedes llamen y que pueden hablar conmigo aquí en español. En diferentes sitios en la isla del Caribe. Este DJ Sanacori, yo soy Taino de Borinquen, de Borinquen. Y me puede buscar a www.tainoradio.com. Y el próximo show que yo voy a hacer también va a ser en español. So vamos a ver todo el mundo. Y en el futuro vamos a dar en Taino. In the future we're going to have some Spanish shows and also Taino. Okay, I'm still learning um, the dialect in the Borinquenique or the Taino 
Naiki language dialect. And there's a lot of dialects out there. And one day, hey, we could rap. Okay? Once again, Bo Guatucan, many blessings to you all. This is, again, DJ Sanakori.